Keth stands in the doorway of this grand library. He raises his arm, fans out his fingers, and points his palm towards the monster that is rampaging towards him. Fire builds up around his hand. He jerks his shoulder forward, releasing a fireball from his magical ring. The fireball blasts down an aisle of books, knocking the shelves over and sends books, papers, and scrolls flying through the air, turning to ash, setting the inner area ablaze. This appears to stop the monster in its tracks for a brief moment. And Keth, in that moment before making a move, you look to the left and right of this library again. Rushing out from the aisles of books, you see ghost-like beings flying towards you. They are the image of undead humanoids wearing robes like the ones you saw the dead body wearing when you first arrived here on the mountain. These specters have ill intentions and wail as they charge in for the attack. First, let's get that fireball damage. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 27. Now, what is your move? The specters are roughly 30 feet from you, and in this brief moment, you can see there are three coming at you from different directions. Do I have a, a better like vantage point of what the big creature is? With so much fire and the darkness of the library, it's just a silhouette of something huge. All right, so our game plan was to lure it out so everyone could attack, so I'm gonna hightail it and run out of the library. All right. You started to step into the library last session, so we'll say that you were about 10 feet in. Okay. And you start running it out, and this is where we will take initiatives. Finch, you have situated yourself on the roof of a two-story building. You have readied an action to shoot an arrow when you see what comes through the door. Astra, you stand next to a prone Kurgle by a demolished building and have a readied level one guiding bolt. Kurgle is aiming her flintlock at the door of the library. Felomir, you have readied an Eldritch Blast. Doroth, you have readied greater invisibility. That's true. <laughs> Kath, what do you do? There's ghosts in there! <laughs> nice. I'm going to run out through the door, hang a right, just kind of position myself there waiting for the big the big one to come through. For a brief moment, it goes quiet as you see Keth run out the door and hide to the right side. You steady yourselves, and then you see a group of flying spectral beings emerge from the library. Oh, there's more than one. Three spectral beings fly out very quickly and spread out immediately, looking for whoever is here. On each of these spirits, you see black auras of necrotic energy trying to reach and grab and attack whoever they can find. You can use your readied action here if you would like. We will do it in the order of the initiative. So first up is Dor. Oh, we're absolutely going invisible. All right. Greater invisibility, we're doing it right now. Doroth, you're now invisible. 
Next on the readied order would be Fitch. All right, all right, all right. That's 26. All right, are you aiming at the closest specter to you? Yeah. Okay. 20 on the damage. All right, so you take your bow and you release, and that arrow flies straight at it because you were prepped for that no-drop arc on the arrow, and it goes about 15 feet, and you see it zoom quickly towards the target. And you've never really seen this before. I don't know if it's because of the lighting or weather or whatever is going on, but as it's getting closer and closer to the spectral being, it starts to glow with like a gray aura that you can actually see as well. And... Thelamir, you will say you see this as well from a distance, and you recognize that gray aura as the same force damage that you get from an Eldritch Blast. And so it seems that this magical damage subs in with force damage. So as this arrow hits the spectral being, it screams and wails as you see a lot of its body dissipate, but it doesn't die. Second shot? You can take your second shot if you'd like. Crit! All right. I didn't know about Finch. 15 damage. You obliterate the specter with your second arrow. Same thing. It, you know, zooms quickly after that 15 feet. And then the specter just completely explodes into a mist of gray energy. And we move on to Felomir's ready to action. Uh, Which I will take. Okay. Uh, That's going to be a 22 and a 24. Both hit. Uh, for 20 damage total. The Eldritch Blast fly true. Another gray set of aura kind of rushing across the field. Looks like you're maybe like 110 feet away, which I know is in the range of the Eldritch Blast, but it's a long shot. Probably the longest one Felomir's ever taken. And almost like with sniper precision, you get these Eldritch Blasts to hit this spectral being. A lot of its misty aura seems to just have dissipated, but it is still up. Astra, you're ready to action as next. I have a, a level one guiding bolt. All right. That is a 11. 11 is a miss. So the guiding bolt just kind of flies just overhead of the spectral being, and he sees you and starts to rush towards you now that you've made yourself known. Hell yeah. After Astro, we go to Kurgle's turn. Oh, <laughs> bang, bang. Red rock. <laughs> <laughs> And as soon as something came out the door after Keth, she's aiming at the one that she can get to, which does hit 18 damage on the flintlock. Damn. And it destroys the specter. Hey. And that specter dissipates and floats into the wind. And after Kurgle is the end of the round. So we will go into regular turns here. And first up is Dorth. Dorth is going to move his entire movement back into uh, this building that is next to him. That is the temple. Uh, if you want to go up it, you go in it, you go up the stairs. He's not going into it. He's just going on, on the back side of it. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Dorth? Nope. All right. <laughs> and after Dorth, we are on to Keth. There is one specter visible, and it is 25 feet away from you. All right, what does this uh, specter look like? You look at this specter, and it is a humanoid form. We'll say that this specific humanoid specter is the form of a dwarf, 
the dwarf is wearing those acolyte robes that you saw on the dead body whenever you first got here on the mountain. So it appears to be specters of the librarians. Okay, so they don't really have any resemblance to, like, the shadow assassins, no, per se? Okay. they do not. Cool. Have we been killing good ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> the Caspers of this region. <laughs> So this uh, the specter that came out, is it coming towards me? Uh, this one is actually going towards Astra and Kurgle. Mm-hmm. I, I can't just let it go towards my little sisters like that. <laughs> so as I'm like running forward, I'm going to throw my Warhammer at the specter. Okay. And make my first attack. And you said you're running forward. Do you want to move as well? Yeah, like I'm, I'm moving up my full movement towards him, but I'm going to throw my Warhammer at him, like, as I'm rushing towards him. I see what you're doing. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Would have been cool. <laughs> Woulda, coulda. 11. Man, that's a miss, because that's what I got. Yeah, it's a definitely a miss. You throw your Warhammer kind of, like, over your head with two hands, and uh, it flies just over the head of the specter. And as I get right in front of him, I'm going to summon my Warhammer back into my hands <laughs> yes. and make a proper attack. So he turns confused as the Warhammer flies over his head, and he turns back to you to see the Warhammer again in your hand. That's a 12. 12 is a miss. It almost makes contact. You swing in a horizontal fashion, and he just dashes backward just a little bit to just miss by his belly. After Keth, we are on to Finch. I'll put Hunter's Mark on him. All right, that'll be your bonus action. Okay, and I'm going to shoot an arrow at him. 24. 24 is a hit. I don't know why you ever complain. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely realizing it this time for sure. (laughs) 13 damage. All right, 13 damage on the first one. The arrow hits true and it does damage to the specter, and you see some of its misty body dissipate away, but it does not destroy it. Um, it's a hit. Just... It's, a, it's a, the second one is a, is a hit. All right. Felmir <laughs> tells me I don't need to do the math. It's 27. <laughs> 16 damage. Uh, that destroys the specter, and it dissipates away. And after Finch, we are on to Felomir. Uh, we are still in combat. You see nothing to attack. Uh, do I hear any more noise coming from inside the library? Give me a perception check. 16. We'll say that like as Finch downs the specter, there's a brief moment where it's just the mountain wind again. But then you hear a huge thud on the ground inside the library echo out. Uh, in that case, I'll just ready another Eldritch Blast. Okay or whenever something comes out again. All right. And after Bellamere, we are on to Astra. Astra, same thing. There's no more specters visible, uh, but you do hear that thud as it hits. Okay. I will float my level two spiritual weapon by the door. I will also ready another level one guiding bolt. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Astra? Nope. Next up is Kurgle. Astra, you see her just blow you prone, still hasn't moved. She just like rolls to her side and reaches into a sack and pulls out everything to reload the weapon. Weirdly though, you've seen her reload the weapon. Now she does it with a phenomenal speed. Nice. And she does it so quickly that she, as you're readying your spell, you see her put her flintlock out readied as well. Nice. Hey. And she's chanting, I do not aim with my gun. <laughs> I aim with my heart. <laughs> Those that aim with their heart have yeah. her got her there. Well, you know, you know it. <laughs> You've forgotten the face of your father. Yes. <laughs> the thudding gets louder, and on this turn, 
out from the library comes a large construct. Mm. Fucking constructs. It comes bursting out of the library, but it doesn't have to break the walls or the door as it was able to fit through those large library doors. But this is terrifying. This metal construct almost has a gorilla-like form, but on top of it, all over its body are spikes. And these spikes have corpses impaled all over them. Not just the corpses of these librarians, but the corpses of Crimson Command members. Finch, you look down in horror from your two-story shot, and you see the decayed bodies of these Crimson Command members with these rotting uniforms. These are the Crimson Command members from the attack on Gomor a year and a half ago. Good God. Mm. And it rushes out of the building and then turns and looks to you, Keth, and attacks. Oh, no. Fuck. I know that total voice. You don't know how this is going to turn out. It's going to be a 21. That is a hit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Face. Keth, you take 20 bludgeoning damage. All right. With an additional. Why are you still counting? 20 necrotic damage. (laughs) So 40 in total. 40 in total. Oh, yeah, I'm looking rough. This will be the time for anyone that readied actions to use their reaction for this round. I will be using mine. <laughs> we'll do it in the initiative order, which was Felomir first. A two Eldritch Blasts. Ooh, that's going to be a critical. All right. You need that. Yep. And a 22. 22 is a hit. Go ahead and give me a raw d20 roll for the spell critical. 16. You get another spell attack this turn. Hey. So I get to make another Eldritch Blast you can attack? Do whatever you want. Just any spell attack? Any spell attack. Ooh. Too bad I'm so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do another Eldritch Blast, just because I don't think I can hit it with anything else from this range. All right. So that'll be two more Eldritch Blasts. That is a 15 and a 17. 17 is also a miss. And then the damage on the critical will be just normal critical damage. Uh, that's going to be 21 damage total. Four Eldritch Blasts shoot off from your hands on your readied action, Felomir. Two of them hitting the body of this construct, and then two kind of shooting to the left and right, try to find their target. And Astro, your readied action will be the Guiding Bolt, I believe. Yep. That is a 16. 16 is a miss. Fucking shit. And after Astra's ready to turn and the Collector taking its turn, oh, we are on to the top of the order with Doris. Well, Doris, seeing what has transpired, is going to continue his trek to the back of the temple. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just going to move around that corner there. Yep. And uh, also, I feel like you guys are forgetting that Doris is exhausted. So he gets disadvantage on anything. Just ability checks. Yeah. Which does not uh, include any attacks or saving throws or anything like that. Whatever. He's exhausted. (laughs) So he's not engaging. So yeah, he'll just hang out back there. Alright, so you're hanging on to the, basically the ledge the edge of the mountain. And when you look into the back further of the temple, you notice that it's getting narrower on the mountain. So it will become kind of like a, a balancing act if you want to continue that far. Just so you know. Yes. Honestly, he's probably just going to stay where, right where he is. All right. So after Dorth, we are on to Keth. 
All right, so I'm not raged yet, so I'm going to down a healing potion. All right. A major healing potion. Which is a free action in my turn, so you can still use your bonus action. And I will heal for 12 damage. With my bonus action, I will rage. All right. And then I will make my attacks. Uh, the first one's a 16, and the second one is a 20. 20 is a hit? Wow. Okay. That's educational. For 11 points of bludgeoning magic damage. All right, so you swing your war hammer and miss on the first one, and the second one just dents into the construct's body, and you can see the dent actually kind of take in a little bit. We'll say you hit it like in the arm that it was kind of, you know, sitting up on like a gorilla and kind of limps on it for a second and then stands back upright. And after Keth, we are on to Finch. I'm going to put Hunter's Mark. That's my bonus. There we go. I'm going to also drink this one potion of True Strike that I got somewhere along my adventures. Uh, that'll give you uh, uh, advantage. Yeah. So that's all it does is advantage? Yeah, that's all it does is advantage. Thank God you drank that potion. Thank God I drank the potion. Thank God I drank the That was a crit miss and then a crit. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, before you roll damage, go ahead and give me the raw d20 roll for the crit chart. 11. You will add an extra die to your critical. 35 damage, Dave. 35 piercing magical damage. All right, and then the second shot. It is a hit. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you never miss. This will be just the normal weapon damage because you've used sneak attack. 10 damage. 10 extra damage. So 45 total on the two arrows. You aim true and fire your arrows. These two kind of hit the hinges of its back legs. You can see them kind of go into like the gears of the construct and kind of break in there for a second. It kind of staggers him for a moment. And then he stands back straight. And you can see him rearing his arm back to attack Keth as we move to Felomir's turn. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna move up my full twenty-five feet of movement. My intention is to take cover behind the statue. I just wanna be a little bit closer. Okay. And while I'm moving up, I want to fire off two more Eldritch Blasts. Alright, go ahead and give me the attacks. A crit and what uh the twenty-four. Fuck? <laughs> You tried to pull out the fucking boss monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 24 is a hit as well. And then the raw critical. 17. You break one of its arms. You, like, deaden the arm. It has multi-attack. So I'll say that it now only has one attack. All right. I'll, I'll take that. 27 force damage total. So, Felomir, your two Eldritch Blasts fly true and break one arm of the construct, and the other one kind of hits them the side of its abdomen, and it kind of lets out this monstrous roar. So, from Felomir's turn, we go on to Astra. Okay, so um, I would like to cast a level five uh, healing word at Keth. Okay. Which is 5d4, 17 plus 9, so 26. 26 healing, Keth. Oh, thanks. Yeah, girl. And then I would like to move my spiritual weapon to attack the whatever the fuck that is. The connector. The, the, the collector. Oh, the, the, the connector. <laughs> collector. Uh, 18. 18 is a hit. Five, six, seven. Seven damage. All right. Astra gets some damage in. <laughs> so after Astra, we move on to Kurgle, who has her flip lock aimed and takes a shot 
The attack is a 12, which misses. You've forgotten the face of your father. (laughs) (laughs) And on her bonus action, she reloads. Nice. But we move on to the collector. Oh, shit. I mean, you're all right. You're back. You're back up there, right? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back up there. And he's missing an arm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You saw that he bleeds. You're good. Uh, no, uh, never mind. Uh, oh, no. See, this is why I'm hiding. See this shit right here? Keth and Kurgle, I need constitution saving throw. I can do that. Root! Mm. Hell yeah. Keth, you see a poison spray emit from the collector, and you cover your mouth quickly as it kind of sprays in like a wave almost. As it passes over you, you you realize that you held true. But Astra, you see this wave of poison come towards you and Kurgle, and it hits Kurgle, and as she was rolling back to aim, you see her just go limp and prone into the ground. Oh, fuck. Mm. And also on this turn... Oh, fuck. I knew that was about to happen. Yep. You see spirits fly from the corpses of the Collector, and they kind of emit in random areas around the battlefield. And there's one rushing towards you now, Felomir. There's one rushing towards Kurgle and Astra. There's one flying towards you, Finch. And then two more have surrounded Keth. And then the Collector takes a slam attack against you. Keth, for critical. Mm, That's a hit. So the bludgeoning damage. 23 bludgeoning damage. All right, so I'm right, so half to 11. And then the necrotic damage with it is 19 necrotic damage. Fucking Christ. Astra rages. (laughs) (laughs) And after the collector's turn is when the specters take their turn. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. These flying specters, one of them rushes towards you, Finch, for the attack. And that'll be a 17. That hits. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> you, you know. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> this got real bad real quick. Yeah. 15 necrotic damage. And then I will need you to take a constitution saving throw. 13. 13 is a success. One attacks you, Astra. This is for a 14. That's a miss. Awesome. And the third specter comes up to you, Felomir, and attacks for a 19. (laughs) Yeah, that's a hit. And that'll be 11 necrotic damage. And then I will need you to take a constitution saving throw. (laughs) That's a critical miss. (laughs) So on top of the damage, you will take 11 maximum maximum HP damage. So your maximum HP will also be reduced by 11 on top of that. Keth! To attack you. Oh boy. 21. That's a hit. Second one. A 22. That's a hit. 26 necrotic Jesus. damage. I'll need two constitution saving throws from you on this. You gotta make these. Yeah. yeah you gotta make these. Yeah. I, I literally have to make these. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, All right, so that uh, the first one's gonna be a uh, uh, what's a sixteen plus seven? Uh, Twenty-three. Second one is a uh, crit miss. The second one was eleven damage, so you'll your maximum HP will be reduced by eleven. So what does that mean for us? What do you mean? I mean, you know, fuck, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it means you're alive. <laughs> I'm alive. All right, I'm s- still standing. Cool, cool, cool. 
All right, and so that is the end of the round. So we move to Dorit. I'm going to hold my turn and just keep peeking around the corner like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> After Dorit, we are on to Keth. All right, so Keth is looking real hurt right now. He's got some sallow, sallow like cheeks and sunken in eyes from that life drain. And he's going to drink a health potion. All right. Last one. I healed 10 off of that. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to yell out, Lord, hate these constructs! <laughs> and uh, make two more attacks. On the construct? Yeah, on the construct. All right. This is better. 24 and a 21. Both hit. 28 in total, 16 and 12. You put some huge dents into this construct's legs as it kind of rears up and it's getting ready to hit you again. And it's got like that bear stance on it. You just go for its knees real quickly and uh, you buckle them in pretty nicely. But it is still up, but it's kind of like had to balance itself again with this one working arm. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I think that's all I can do. All right. So after Keth, we are on to Finch. All right, so i am uh, got this thing right up on me. I'm going to start with pulling out my Bowie knife and going for a jab. All right, a jab on the specter? Yes. All right, so uh, give me the melee attack with your Bowie knife. 24. 24 is a hit. Seven damage. This does not kill the specter. But now he's injured. Hey. Now I'll take a, a few steps back. How far would you like to move? I guess like 10 feet. Okay. Now I'm going to shoot him with my front rock. All right. Ooh, give me the shot. 18. 18 is a hit. 19 damage. 19 damage. Unfortunately, the specter is resistant to non-magical piercing attacks, so that will be reduced to half, rounding down to nine, which will make it a total of... Yeah, so both of those were non-magical. Yeah, okay. 12 damage total on the turn. I'm going to go ahead and just holster that flintlock real quick after that shot, too. All right. And after Finch, we are on to Bellamir. Okay, this is risky here, but I'm going to do it. Oh, God, I don't know if I should do it. Mm, that means you should. Oh, Jock. Uh, this might be horrible. But will it be really cool if you succeed? Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Keth, watch your eyes, and I'm going to cast Wall of Light. You're not in it, but it is going to appear in a straight line from me all the way to the temple, diagonally. So that will encompass the three specters. When the wall appears, each creature in its area must make a con save. On a failed save, it takes 48 radiant damage and is blinded. 48? Yes. So two of the three specters were blinded. Blown. Thank you. Uh, that's going to be 21 full damage. And then half to the one that saved. Correct. All right. And I'll move 10 feet this way, so I'm still within his range, but I, I'm going to make my way towards the statue. And then that will be my turn. All right, so you move 10 feet, kind of uh, wrapping around him, not leaving his range, keeping yourself defended in the movement. You're now 10 feet from the statue. And after Bellamere, we are on to Astra. I use my Mace of Turning. All right. On the spectral being that's right in front of me in Kirkle. All right, give me the attack for your Mace of Turning. 20. 20 is a hit. That's 1d6, and if it's undead, then additional 2d8. You will be adding that 2d8. 15. 15 damage to the specter. Yes, and my uh, spiritual weapon moves. It's currently in melee range with the construct. Cool. Uh, 21. 21 is a hit. 7 damage. All right. 
And then after Astro, we are on to Kurgle, who will take a save against the Paralysis. Critical. Hey. Springs up. Unfortunately, it is the last thing that happens on her turn, so she doesn't get to take a move or anything on this turn, but you see her stir as she comes out of Paralysis in her prone position, Astra. And then we move on to the Collector. Who's ready for the Fire Giant? <laughs> the Collector attacks, Keth. For a 24. You know that's a hit. Uh, it is just one hit. Uh, it does not get its multi-attack because of the broken arm. The bludgeoning damage is only going to be 11. So five bludgeoning damage. The necrotic damage with the, oh. with the melee is 25. Yep, that does it. Well, you got your relentless endurance, right? Yeah, that's the fire giant, right? That is the fire giant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs> but are we? <laughs> Hit by the collector, you fall limp and prone. As the crowd cheers you on after they return to the arena, you step into the stands where they greet you and praise you. You are overjoyed with recognition as they chant Keth over and over. However, the fire giant not only demolished part of the stands in the arena, but also killed hundreds of onlookers. Walking through the stands, you come across the dead body of your master. Face down on the stone seating, his body lies in a pool of blood with burn marks on his back. You try to remember what happened exactly. Finally, something connects as you see in the back of your master, a dagger. You feel a pain in your back as well, a stab wound. He owned you. You were his bodyguard. But it appears an assassination was at play here. And after they stabbed you, they stabbed him and left the dagger in his back. And then you blink. Fire erupts from you as you transform into Mestic. Molten rock explodes from you in all directions. Anyone within 40 feet of Mestic will need to give me a dexterity saving throw. Mestic, I will need you to roll some damage. Flame wave? No, it is the magma that explodes from you as you transform. Uh, this will be 46 fire damage. 14. Astra, you take 14 damage. Felomir, you take 14 damage. I take seven because I assume it's fire damage. It is fire damage, so you'll take half for your resistance. Felomir, your specter explodes and dies. Lovely. The two other specters that were near you, Keth, die. The collector. Please tell me I killed the collector too. You killed the collector with your transformation really <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm the big boss now just <laughs> replace the boss <laughs> and with the death of the collector any remaining specters disappear all right that said however <laughs> so your only enemy uh, at this current moment is mystic question do i have lava spawns you do <laughs> why Mestic, in front of you, is this limp, on-the-ground construct. Behind you is a half-orc that's on the ground, prone, aiming a flintlock at you. A woman with red hair, a man up on a house, aiming a bow at you. And then a tiefling that's peeking around from behind a statue. In this version of your Mestic form, 
Your HP has increased to 200. Goodness <laughs> gracious. You are not 30 feet tall like last time, but 40 feet tall. <laughs> Your size is considered gargantuan, and you take up 16 squares on the battle map. Your fiery fist is still a multi-attack with two attacks per turn, but does more damage. Your fire fist attack now does 8d8 plus 6 bludgeoning damage, plus an additional 46 fire damage on each hit. Your four six-foot-tall lava spawns are still here, each with their own attacks on your turn. They strike with a fire whip, doing 2d6 plus 2 fire damage. They use your dexterity-based attack. Spawns pop up in random, unoccupied location within 50 feet of you. This ends the round. Uh, Doroth, I believe you're holding your action. Is there anything you'd like to do? Doroth's not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> what the fuck? to the top of the order, which is Doris. Doris not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> what the fuck? It's too late. It's too late. Actually, so there's a mountain. There's a cliff on the other side. Doris is going to peek down that cliff and see if he can make it. Just see if he can. Without any sort of magical way of doing it, it's going to be a very tough climb. Okay. In that case, is there any way on top of the temple or into the temple that he can see from where he is. That is 30 feet away. We'll say there's a window, like a stained glass window that's closed. Doroth would like to try to use Misty Step to get on the other side of that window. I don't like the idea of this being a normal rule, but I will say that you can Misty Step to the ledge. Okay. And like hold on to it. Doroth is trying to get into this temple as soon as possible. Okay. You can run towards the stairs, or you I will allow this misty step to the ledge for you to hold on to. I'll do the misty step to the ledge just because okay. it's 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 gonna fun. It's gonna be partnered with some skill checks. Yes. Doroth hasn't done anything yet, so I'd like to, to do a thing. Alright, so uh, you misty step to the ledge, and I yes. will need an athletics check. The or ledge acrobats. of the mountain, right? No, the ledge of the window. Ledge of the window. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this will be disadvantaged because you're exhausted. That's true. Ooh. That is true. That's gonna be a 13. So I will say that you missy step and you're now stable holding on to the ledge. You haven't pulled yourself up to it. Okay. It also won't give you like a place to stand on the ledge. Like you're gonna have to like break the glass to get in, to crawl in. Okay, I'd like to take uh, Catherine, which is my uh, rapier. Okay. But I got to use the hilt and try to break the window All and right. climb in. Uh, give me an attack with the rapier. Nice. All right, so you uh, break the right point in the glass where it opens up the glass enough for your body to fit inside. Go ahead and give me the movement, which is going to be another skill to climb in. Okay. I will also allow acrobatics on this. It's going to be another 13. So, yeah, we'll say you climb in uh, and you just kind of fall in and go prone. So I won't give you any more movement from there. Yeah. And you don't really know your surroundings yet. You look around and it is pretty much a chapel. It's a temple. Nothing stands out yet to it. Even as you stand up and you start looking around as you're kind of panicked. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Just be like, oh, shit. All right. After Doroth, you're on domestic. 
how how do I do this? Everyone you see is your enemy. The spectres are gone, right? Yeah, all spectres are gone. Collector's gone. You see that building and you're like, oh, fuck, I hate that building. That <laughs> building's my enemy. Yeah, I smell some books to burn. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. Five would be two, so I'm going... Mm, I'm going towards uh, Kurgle and Astra. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, you're going to kill your sister. Oh, <laughs> both, no. of your, both of your sisters. Oh, no. My stomach is churning. Why did I roll that? Oh, um, since there's two uh, enemies in front of me, I'm going to flame wave. Okay. That's going to be a DC 14 for those that try to avoid my flame. Okay. So, Astra, give me a dexterity saving throw. Would that affect me, or is it just in front of you? It's a 180-degree wave. Yep. Felomir, you're in it as well. That's four. That's a five. Kurgle got a uh, 23, so she saved. All right, Kurgle. (laughs) (laughs) Glad she leveled up. 14 points of fire damage. She takes zero for the save. I take seven. And Astra, you'll take the 14. Is there anything else in your turn, Mystic? I believe the lava spawns. Oh, yeah. Lava spawns are going to move towards their closest targets and attack. Why are you doing this to us? Two is on Astra, one is on Kirk. All right, the two that are on Astra are going to attack first. It's going to be an eight and an 18. Uh, Defender wins. She deflects both. And then you said one on Kerbal. Yes, and she's prone, so you have advantage. Uh, 17. 17 is a hit. Uh, nine points of fire damage. And was that all of them? Yes, that's all within range. One of them went towards Finch, but it will have to somehow get up the two stories to get to him. Messick did end his turn in my wall of light. Oh, oh shit. So he will take 40 radiant damage. Okay. Not even intentionally. Uh, you take 12 points of radiant damage. After uh, Messick, we are onto Finch. I'm going to try and sharpshoot this uh, magma man coming at me in my, my house. All right. Ooh, the first one is not not good for you. Actually, I mean, yeah, it is that was that 15? 17. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. <laughs> 17's not good. Um, yeah, that's a hit on the With the shark. All right. <laughs> right? Okay, 20 damage. Yeah. Bullseye. All right. That kills the magma man. I will then sharpshoot someone else. All right. Uh, one's on prone Kurgle, two's on Astra. Probably Prone Kurgle needs the most help, so I'll shoot at that one. All right. Uh, yeah, sharpshoot again. And it's a better roll than last time, so I know it's got to be a hit. <laughs> All right, that's a hit. <laughs> 17. Minimum damage of 17. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> Finch, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No. All right. After Finch, we are on to Felomir. I'm going to try something. Might be a gamble. Here we go again. <laughs> yes. I will drop my concentration on the wall of light, so that is no longer there. I will cast Hypnotic Pattern, Mm. uh, which is a 30-foot cube within range. The edge of it will be encompassing uh, the three Magma Men and Mestic. And that is going to be a Wisdom Saving Throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed. While charmed by this spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Your DC is 18. That's a 17 for Kath. Close. Uh, The other two is a 4 and a 19. I move 10 feet back to get out of the range for me, of course, and I will move the remainder of my movement 
to the closest building, which appears to be the temple or the two-story building. You're like right in the middle. I'm going to the two-story building. So 15 additional feet. All right. So fellow Mir, I think that's a pretty clutch move. We'll see. Is there anything else on your turn? That is my turn. All right. And then after Philomir, we are on to Astra. Astra reaches down and grabs Kurgle's hand and casts a level four fly. And she will fly straight 60 feet into the air and look around trying to find all of her friends and yell, fly, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> and did that one lava spawn have an opportunity attack? It would get an opportunity attack on one of you because that one was on me, right? Yeah, you. I guess you would move first, so it would be on you. 18. 18? Defender wins. All right, Defender wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you deflect it with your shield as you fly upward, and it would have used its reaction to make that happen. So Kurgle follows your lead and flies with you for the first time. And she's like, how am I doing this? <laughs> I just thought to follow you, and I'm following you. Magic, baby. No wink. <laughs> <laughs> Kurgle moves 60 feet, and then she realizes that she can aim down at the lava spawn with her flintlock and takes a shot. 17 is a hit for her, and it dies. Boom, 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 you're dead. And after Kurgle, we're back at the top of the order with Doris. Okay, so now that Dorothy is inside of the temple, he's probably going to try to find a window that is front-facing. There's actually two double doors, or there's a set of double doors that lead into the temple, and one of them is already cracked open. Or, like, okay. like not even cracked. It's, like, full, fully open. Okay, he's not going to put his whole body in the doorway, but just, like, peek outside, just get a lay of the land and see what's going on okay. out there. Yeah, you see a, a mestic that's kind of rocking, like, in character select screen, like it's dazed. <laughs> um, and then two lava spawns that are doing the same. You see Astra and Kurgle in the air, and you see Felomir running towards Finch, who is aiming his bow at mestic or something. Okay, so seeing all that, uh, Dorth is going to use Cure Wounds on himself. Okay. Dorth makes things better. He's going to touch my chest and use Cure Wounds. All right. It's going to be nine damage that I that I heal, which is exactly how much I needed. If y'all want to know what's going on in Dorth's mind, he needs all HP to get through whatever the fuck is about to happen right now. All right. And is there anything else in your turn, Dorth? That's it. All right. And after Dorth, we are on to Mestic. Does he save out of it? Nope. All right. I like to imagine that there's just like these kaleidoscopic like patterns in front of his head. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, ooh, pretty pictures. <laughs> <laughs> after Mestic, then, we are on to Finch. Okay. I think I'm just going to keep taking out Magma Men. Does everyone think that's a stupid idea? <laughs> it's your call, bud. It I, makes sense to I, me. I mean, yeah, if it makes sense to you, do it. I don't know how any of this stuff that just happened works, so I can't really give you anything. I don't like saying things and seeing faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sharpshoot at this one dude, I guess, that's closest. Okay. 16. 16. 16 is a hit. 
20. 20 is enough, I believe, and kills the Magma Man. All right, I'll shoot another one with right. my extra shot, and I'll just keep the sharpshooter thing going. That's an 18, Dave. 18 is a success. 18 damage. Uh, and also, this creature snaps back into reality. Yep. Thank God it was just the spawn. Yeah, because I'm out of spell slots. So you shoot an arrow finch and it destroys one magma man and he kind of just melts into just a little bit of magma that just kind of cools real quickly. And then the second arrow you shoot penetrates the chest of the magma man, but you just see kind of magma pouring out as if its blood is magma and it still stands and it is no longer charmed. After Finch, we are on to Velomir. Um, I will dash and use my movement to go into the building. Uh, and I think I would probably stay at the bottom floor just uh, to have some sort of like visibility. I wouldn't go all the way to the roof. Uh, well, he climbed to the roof on the outside, so you're not actually sure if there's roof access from inside. Okay, well then I'm just gonna go in the doorway. When you go inside, you look around real quickly and you see that this is a very dusty area. Not that it's not been well it's been lived in, but it just hasn't been well kept. And something you notice as you go for the door and you pull it, it's, it's already kind of open. It's not like all the way ajar, but it's just kind of cracked. And you notice that there was some like fingerprints and like a smudge of somebody's face on the window. And you only notice it because it's so cold and the frost has kind of like hit it. It seems like somebody's been in this position on the side, on the other side of this door, looking out, watching, as watching in, things. <laughs> as in recently. Yes, as in recently. Okay. So after Felmir, we're on to Astra. Uh, Astra will cast Sacred Flame on the spawn that is below us, and then she will use her 60 feet of movement to fly towards uh, Felmir and Finch. All right. So this is a dexterity save, I believe? Yes. 14 save. That's an eight. All right. So it dies because it only has remaining two HP, and uh, you move 60 feet. Come on, Kurgle. <laughs> but, but Astra, what about Kurt? Uh, right now, we just need to get away. Kurgle is 60 feet in the air. You're 40 feet tall, uh, Mestic. And she looks at you, Mestic, and says, Guth, come on. Don't do this to us. Booty And she takes the dodge action this turn as she's trying to talk you out of your form. Oh, no. <laughs> and after Kurgle, we're back at the top of the order. With Doroth. I'm going to hold my turn. All right. And after Doroth, we are on to Mestic. Ooh. <laughs> how long does it last? One minute. Oh, boy. Oh, well. <laughs> see how long Mestic lasts. Velomir, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? How long until he turns back into Geth? I assume this is going to kind of go on. Is anyone plan on taking any other actions other than dodging? Or just like kind of waiting it out. I do. Okay. Uh, I would like to get a visual on the inside of this building, mainly looking for a way up and a person who I believe was looking through the window. Okay. Uh, give me a investigation check. That is a 20. All right. On this investigation check, you notice that the dust that's kind of on the ground that's kind of been kicked up recently, you notice that somebody kind of paced around in here, kind of nervous, it looks like. they. It seems like they were very nervous-y. Didn't go very deep into the building and then came back to this spot at the door and then eventually it doesn't go anywhere else. That's what you can get out of the footsteps. 
That's all I think I will give you on that investigation check. I don't see any staircases or anything of the sort. It's a two-story building, so you have to go up the stairs first. And I'm going to say I do see a staircase. You do see a staircase that goes to the two to the second floor, but not to the roof. Okay. And I'm assuming with your 25 feet of movement and this investigation check, you won't be able to explore the whole two-story house in this one round. In that case, I will just use my 25 feet of movement to go upstairs. Okay, so we'll say you're upstairs inside the building. Astra, is there anything you're doing on this turn? Yes, I am uh, pleading with Kurgle across the way for her to get the fuck over here. Kurgle, he's charmed. Just get over here. And I'm also going to look at Finch. Where's Dorit? <laughs> and I'll just kind of look around. All right, on Kurgle's turn, she kind of like yells at Mastic again and then starts to like, anime style just like pouting fly <laughs> towards Astra and we'll say that Finch, Kurgle and Astra have kind of grouped up in some sort of huddle on the roof and that brings us to the top of the round for Dorth again is there anything you plan on doing? No um, so you're investigating. I am um, what I'm going to do first is I believe there is not counting this one eight more rounds of charm I'm assuming that Astra, Kurgle, and Finch are going to talk this out. Felomir. You're just taking a timer. Yeah. Uh, Felomir, let's do your turns first. Uh, so you're going to investigate the building. Correct. And you're just kind of looking around. I am looking for a way to get on the roof. Okay. So you, it is null and void if you, if you roll, so I'm going to make it work, make you roll for it. Uh, there is no staircase or ladder to the roof. This is like a normal house that doesn't have like, it's not like a, a ladder to the roof or anything. The only way up is to climb the outside. Okay. Are you going to make your way to the outside or are you going to huddle in here? Is there a window? There's windows everywhere. I'm going to stick my head out the window and yell up at them. Okay. So yeah, we'll say that you're sticking your head out the window of the second story and you start yelling at them. Starting the timer, Astra and Finch, feel free to talk and I'll tell you and I'll point to you, Philomir, when you can come in. Maybe we just need to, to hide and, and wait this out. He, he eventually turns back into Keth, right? As far as we know, I mean, he's charmed right now. I, I kind of... Guys, are you up there? Y yeah, I, th I think we need to hide or something while he's not looking at us, right? Like. Yeah, I think we should hide. This isn't going to last much longer, and I don't know how much longer domestic form is going to last, and I also can't get up there, and I think there's someone in here. <laughs> well, we need to get inside somewhere. Uh, Kirkle, come help me, and I'll I'll get both of us to fly over and grab Philomir. Maybe you guys should come in here. He, he can see you up there. Yeah, I'm climbing down. Well, then I'll usher us inside. All right. Everybody gets inside of the two-story building as Mestic becomes uncharmed. I'm going to say you would start attacking buildings. Yeah, Kaju, this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, uh, I guess I'm going to attack the one closest to me first. All right. Uh, that one is already crumbled, but we will, Mestic probably doesn't understand that. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to like, pick up the roof throw it off the cliffside. All right, so yeah, you pick up the debris and just start throwing it off the mountain. I was gonna say, you got a big ass statue next to you too. Oh yeah. There's a big statue next to you. Uh, yeah, that statue makes me real angry. So I'm gonna turn around and start wailing on it until it crashes down. Damn. So roll a d20. If it's 10 or lower, it goes to the pavilion. If it's 11 to 15, it goes to the two story. If it gets 60 or 20, it goes towards the temple. 15. Astra, Felomir, Finch, and Kurgle, I need, I guess, dexterity saves to survive a very large stone statue now falling through the center of the building as Mestic topples it over. Um, do we see this coming? Would you be hiding or would you looking from a window? My first thought when I see him destroying buildings is to say we need to get to the ground. 
That's what I would say if I saw him crashing stuff. I will give y'all advantage on this dexterity save if, that, if that's Felomir's role playing and y'all follow it. Sure. If that's his role playing, <laughs> then yeah. I mean, I'm All right. I listen to Felomir. <laughs> nice. Thank God. Uh, 15. 18. Great. All right. All of you actually save, uh, so you will take half damage from the debris that kind of just falls all around you. Hey, this might be a blessing in disguise. Uh, that'll be six on the half, so you'll take six physical damage just from the, being there. Yeah, just being in the building as it falls apart. Dorothy, is there any action you're taking while Mestic starts rampaging against buildings? While uh, Mestic is rampaging, um, he's peeking through the door, and I don't know how many rounds I've been invisible. It's supposed to be a minute. So yeah, you have no, you're no longer invisible. So now he's probably going to close the door <laughs> that was open and run deeper into the temple and just hide in a corner. Awesome. All right. I'll go ahead and tell you this. As you run through the temple trying to get to the back end, there's no doors in this building other than the front. The only thing that stands out to you is there is a tomb in the center of the temple below the altar of somebody. I don't know. Like, Dorth would notice that, but I don't know that Dorth would investigate it okay. right now. <laughs> um, I will say in this temple, like other than the decorations and everything and like the altar itself, that is the only thing that stands out. There's no doors in the back. So you said it's below the altar, right? Yeah. Like if there's like stairs going up to the pulpit, it's like at the bottom of the stairs. Dorth would probably jump down there. Okay. He's probably gonna, gonna... Like hiding behind the sarcophagus? Yes. Okay, so yeah. you hide behind the sarcophagus? Okay. Yeah. And it is like a very well-made stone sarcophagus as well. And just for the sake of it, give me a perception check. It's a 26. All right. You notice like these stone engravings on the edges that are kind of decorating who this is. And we won't go into the actual details of these engravings, but you realize... This is the tomb of Christoph Morningrise, <laughs> the guardian of law. Time to grave rob that shit. Can we say, like, he sees that and he just, like, double takes real quick? <laughs> he just, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> he just can't focus on this right now. Mestic, I need you to roll an even odd situation for me. Even is the universal library. Odd is the barracks. The, the, the dorms. <laughs> the dorms. The barracks eye. Odd. All right. So you start rampaging towards the dormitories. All right. There is sort of a, like, buried under debris situation going on for the four of you. Let's get one skill from each of you as if it was a skill challenge to help each other out if you want to get out. Uh, so we'll do it initiative order-wise. So first up would be Finch on this mini skill challenge to kind of stop from getting suffocated by the weight of debris. I'll use my perception to see a big rock that obviously needs to be moved for me to get a little more wiggle room and space to breathe. DC's 12. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so this is, I mean, it's a great miss. But my proficiency in perception is 12, so technically it's 13. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm going to actually treat that as a fail, only okay. because it's a crit mess. That's fair, I'm, I'm cool with that. 20s are automatic successes, 1s are automatic fails. So you take suffocation damage, a single d8. 8 damage. <laughs> Regular crit mess. That big, that big rock's really on top of you, bud. <laughs> 
Uh, next in the order would be Felmir. All right. Uh, can I use my wisdom saving throw to see that Finch is dying <laughs> under the weight and try to assist him? Sure. If that's the cinematic approach you see happening. 12. 12 defender wins. You're the defender, so you help Finch from being suffocated. <sighs> After Felomir, we are on to Astra. Uh, Astra will use her shield and a constitution saving throw to try to, like, shimmy the shield and just use that as a crowbar to, like, okay. lift one of the rocks off. All right. 17 plus 7. Definitely a success, so you get the debris off of you, and we'll say that Kurgle uses her athletics, her flintlock, <laughs> uses her athletics to, her, you know, her acrobatics to squeeze out of tough situations, and that is a 26. So she escape artists her way from the debris and is no longer suffocating. Give me a stealth check, all four of you. Oh, did you fuck up the average? Did you fuck? <laughs> I lowered it. 17. Four. 24. And I got a 23 on Kurgle, so Mastic, give me a perception check. 13. All right. You don't notice them, so they're just hiding over there in the debris. Is there any other actions anyone would like to take Well, before I go into a narrative little thing here? I'd like to take an action. I would like to cast greater invisibility on myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doroth, let's go with you for a little bit while Mastic's rampaging. Whatever's going on out there, I don't want any part of it. And I'm going to cast Great Invisibility on myself, and I'm like, well, what's going on in here? And I'm going to investigate the tomb okay. a little more. All right. Is there anything particular you're looking for? Uh, I did notice that it was Kristoff's tomb, but I want to see a little of what else it says. Okay. If it says anything else. Okay. <laughs> I mean, reading the like engravings quickly and kind of going through it quickly... You see his slogan of law is absolute. And there is like a parable that's kind of inscribed around it, but you're you're so panicked that you can't get yourself to really focus and read on it. What you get out of it is that he is law and order and he will do whatever he can to make sure that Asus is not falling to chaos or doom. Okay. He's doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it right now. Anything from y'all? Unless we're in immediate danger, I'm trying to wait it out. But should we find Doroth? I don't think we can leave right now without risking our lives. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely also just like trying to wait this out. Uh, so what happens at this point is Mestic is rampaging through the buildings towards the temple. Doroth, you hear it getting closer, and do you wish to go peek or do you want to huddle in? Doroth will probably peek. Okay. If he's if he hears noise coming towards him. So you go and peek out the door, and your greater invisibility will say you've gone through half of that at this point. Okay. He is on the two dorms nearest the temple. Whoa. No, okay. So the window that I came in through, probably going to go out through there. Okay. <laughs> probably going to make a jump. All right. Uh, give me an acrobatics check. Uh, and I'm exhausted. <laughs> and this would be a 30-foot drop out the window. God damn. Okay. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> onto the edge oh, of a cliff. Oh, man. Uh, 16. It would have been a crit, but I'm exhausted. But... 16, you said? 16. You get yourself out the window and put your hands on the ledge to try and drop yourself safely because you know that if you dived out the window, you would go off the mountain. <laughs> And as you land on your feet on the ledge, you do slip on the snow a little bit and almost go off of the, the mountain, which would be a very 
very long fall. But fortunately, you saved yourself, and where are you headed? Probably going to stay right there. Okay. And if he comes closer, and if he starts destroying it, I will probably run to my right towards the pavilions. Okay. Still invisible. All right. Uh, I'm going to do some falling damage just from that drop, and it'll be 11 falling damage. And at this point, the people peeking from the debris, you do see Mestic rampage into the temple. Uh, he takes out the corner with his giant arm, and the stone just starts to fall apart completely. After that first hit on the temple, Doroth, the glass, the stained glass that's all around you, shatters into the, like off of the edge, and you're just like huddled down, like with your cloak over your head, and just trying to keep yourself safe from these now falling glass shards. You can feel that Mestic is on the foundation of the temple now inside of this massive temple just from the inside ripping things apart but yeah now Dorothy will probably run okay. now uh, <laughs> and we'll say your greater invisibility goes away which uh the three of you give me perception checks on 19 18 <laughs> 27 <laughs> uh, so all three of you see Doroth running towards the pavilion the warm pavilion away from the temple as mestic is destroying it any actions Unless you've got a better idea, my idea was just going to be to get Pivac and send him up real quick and then back down so he could get like a beacon of where we're at. Yeah, I was just going to try to wave him over like without saying anything. Uh, Doroth, give me a perception check. 14. All right. You see all four of them just in the debris. Disadvantage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's going to be an 11 then. You still see them. Okay. Uh, you see them all kind of peeking their heads and waving at you from the debris that's fallen on top of them at the two-story building where the statues kind of crumbled through the middle of it. Are you running towards them? No. Okay. Where Dark are you headed? is still doing his own thing. All right, but I mean, you're, you're te- I'm running I'm technically from- running towards them, but not to them. Okay, so where are you headed? Towards the pavilions. Okay. So you stop in the pavilions just at a picnic table? Yes. Okay. So you stop at a picnic and, table. And get under it. Okay. So you get yourself under a picnic table. As Mestic has pretty much demolished this entire temple, he turns towards the pavilion. He takes a single step off of the foundation of the temple, and you see Mestic slowly fall toward you, Doroth, as he's going unconscious. Uh, Give me a dexterity saving throw, Doroth. God, with disadvantage. No, No, this is a saving throw, so not disadvantage. 13. You start running to the side, trying to avoid this falling gargantuan being, and it clips you as you get just outside the range. I say make me she bought them all and memories of, man and part of me is just like man, she spent like probably 12 times 30 
What are you talking about? My yearbooks. Like, I'm assuming oh. that's what y'all are talking about. No, I'm talking no. about the, books, the fake books <laughs> in the library. Because <laughs> there's yearbooks down here. Library of Alexandria right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's probably some yearbooks in there. <laughs> yeah, a copy of everything. Yeah, <laughs> 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 a yearbook section. Wizards in there. <laughs> <laughs> there's just a whole aisle of Wicked Street University. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Soon, that's what's in there. <laughs> Getting burned right now. What you doing over there, Ryan? <laughs> Anything you can, dude. Crunching the numbers. Y'all know who we have to thank for this fight? Good old Lucas Duff from Ballad of the Seven Dice. Yeah, Shout out to Lucas, it, bro. you son um, of a bitch. Fuck you kindly. How does it feel Lucas. to end four orbs? <laughs> yeah. We do not regret murdering all of the Lucas bots. <laughs> the revenge of Lucas bots. <laughs> they are charmed with the added addition of being incapacitated and having a speed of zero. I love that show. Charmed. Incapacitated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. It's my favorite show from the 90s. <laughs>